I want to speak to you this morning about your future wife, about your bride out there waiting for you. Now, in the parable we just heard, the Lord spoke of the bridegroom and the ten virgins waiting for him. And whenever we read the parables, whenever we meditate on the parables, we naturally associate ourselves with at least one of the characters there in the parable. That I hear um, the prodigal son, and I think of myself as the prodigal son. I hear of the lost sheep, and I think of myself as the lost sheep. Well, when you become a priest, it changes how you insert yourself into the parables, because it's important to apply to yourself the role of the Lord Jesus. That yes, I remain a lost sheep, but I also need to study the attitude of the shepherd who goes out looking for the lost sheep. I need to model myself on the shepherd. Now let's, let's take that interpretation to today's parable. That the bridegroom is the Lord. The wedding that is coming is between himself and the church's bride. And there are wise and foolish virgins, the members of the church, and they are waiting for his coming. Now, where are you in that parable? That you'll one day be a priest. You, therefore, will be the bridegroom. That by ordination, a seal will be put on your soul that will configure you to Jesus Christ, conform you to be the bridegroom. As I guess we all know, a lot of priestly writing in recent years has focused on this image of the priest. The priest as the, the spouse of the church, the priest as the bridegroom of the church. You know, John Paul the Great articulated it in Pastoris Daba Vobis, and many writings since then have articulated it, but it's, it's actually an ancient image, a patristic image. The priest is bridegroom. That why am I a celibate? Because I already have a wife, the church. That I am, to apply the words of St. Paul spiritually, I am a man of one wife, and that wife is the church. And that isn't just a practical necessity to give me time to serve the people. Rather, it's, it's spiritually symbolic, it's ontologically grounded by my union with Christ the Bridegroom. And this will be you, that you will have a wife. And she now is out there, your bride, waiting for you. And so I want in our seminary context to, to put that image before you, the image of your future parish waiting for you as your bride, just as the church universal waits for Christ. And that congregation, 
that bride waiting for you has a mixture of wise and foolish virgins, and they're both waiting for you in different ways. That when you get to your parish, you'll, you'll find those that are already wise, already good. And you'll hear, in all likelihood, you'll hear many tales of problems, they will tell you, problems they've endured of, of those who have gone before you, of things they've failed to do for them, of a lack of leadership, of a lack of formation, of a lack of catechesis, of horrible scandals. And I'm sure you'll ask yourself, as I've asked myself many times in that situation, why did they endure it? Why didn't they, they walk away? Why? Because they were waiting for you. That in your diocese, there are tens of thousands of Catholics waiting for you. And in all likelihood, you will have moments when they, they will say this to you, that they will have this realization. And they will say, we, were, we didn't know it, but we were waiting for you to teach them, to sanctify them, to govern them, to guide them, to lead them, to shepherd them, to care. That they're already wise, they're already good, but they need you and they're waiting for you. Now in your future parish, you will also meet, to use that image in the gospel parable, you will meet the foolish too. And they in a different way are waiting for you. That they lack oil in their lamps. And they often don't know they lack oil in their lamps. And to apply that image differently, it's somehow your job to, to get the oil for them, to fill their lamps. It's your job to, to get them ready. So that even though in many ways they don't know it, the fools are waiting for you. They need you. Now in our parable, the focus was on the virgins needing to get ready for the bridegroom coming. Now let me be bold enough in our seminary context to somehow reverse that imagery. Because you are in training to become the bridegroom. You are training to get ready. That your bride is out there. So say some foolish, some wise, and she's often, she's not ready, and she needs your help to get ready. But she needs you to be ready yourself. The bridegroom needs to get himself ready. And seminary is long, seminary can be hard, but your bride needs you to be ready. And maybe right now, you know, this is a tougher semester than most semesters in a seminary. Maybe you're on the edge of giving up. That our COVID context is hard. Our seminary regulations are tough. 
And maybe you're thinking, well, maybe I'll just go flip burgers and Mickey D's for a couple of years until it's all over. That it is hard here now. And hopefully it's harder than, than anything your future priesthood will bring. I can't promise that for you, but I hope so. But your bride's out there waiting for you. Your bride's out there needing you, needing you to endure, needing you to stick the course. She's waiting. Now, a final twist in our symbolism here. Your bride. Now, she's only your bride in a secondary sense. You only love her in a secondary sense. But primarily, she's Christ's bride. And primarily, we love him. And we love her for the sake of our love of him, because of our union with him, because of our configuration to him. That when St. Peter was asked to care for the church, when St. Peter was asked to shepherd the church, when he was asked to feed the flock, the Lord Jesus didn't say to him, do you love the sheep? No, he asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? that what most essentially gets you ready for your bride? Your love of him. So let's sum that up. Your future wife, your bride, she's out there, she's waiting for you. The church waits for Christ, your parish, is waiting for you. Readiness. There will be both wise and foolish in your parish, some ready, some not. Some knowing and yearning, explicitly waiting for you, some not. But you, however, need to get ready for them. Get ready to be the bridegroom. By loving the one bridegroom, conforming yourself, to Christ the Lord.